Want to patent your invention? The chance is near. You've given it heart. Now get it in gear. It's Passage to Profit with Richard and Elizabeth Gearhart. This is Richard Gearhart. And Elizabeth Gearhart. Welcome to Passage to Profit on WOR 710, the voice of New York. At Passage to Profit, we're all about the creativity, energy, and excitement that comes from starting your own business. Ordinary people doing extraordinary things. Yes, people just like our listeners. People who are excited about taking a leap of faith and starting their own business. With so many tools and opportunities, there's never been a better time to start your own project. Get inspired by listening to Passage to Profit right here on WOR 710. So what's going on in Summit, New Jersey right now? Uh, let me find out. I'm going to go on my phone, go online, go to tap into Summit, and here we are. It looks like Summit's Office Tavern Grill is offering seasonal cocktails with a spring splash of flavor. That yum, sounds yum. like That sounds fun. pretty good. <laughs> All right, let's stop here and go to the, <laughs> yeah. go to the then, Summit Tavern. And then here's another one that's of interest to me. So our the Summit Mayor is part of Women in Government panel at Union County College. So uh, there's a lot of other cool stuff on there. And if you're on the Northeast Coast, it's very possible that you could find your town on Tap Into. So how do they find Tap Into? You can find Tap Into at www.tapinto.net. And uh, then you can uh, select your town and it will take you right to your local news site for your town. Well, thank you very much, Mike, for introducing yourself. <laughs> you're on Passage to Profit. And our first guest this evening is uh, Mike Shapiro. He's a Gerhardt Law client, but he's also a former lawyer, and in addition to that, the founder of Tap Into. So, Mike, tell us a little bit about Tap Into and what it does. Absolutely. It's great to be here. Uh, basically, Tap Into is a network of, of more than 80 franchised online local news sites in New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, South Carolina, and Florida, with over 8 million readers. And basically, we're filling the void uh, in local news that's being created when Either hard copy local newspapers are going out of business or regionalizing their coverage or being acquired by multinational corporations that are then gutting those newsrooms. Wow. So tell us a little bit about how Tap Into works. Who does Tap Into and where can people find Tap Into? Basically, uh, our model is where we franchise Tap Into sites to local owner publishers who want to start it in their town. Uh, the most common model is where two people do it together part-time. One does the content, one does the local ad sales in that town. We also have a one-person model where a person can do it basically full-time, uh, where they do the content and the ad sales. And we have several other models, including a nonprofit model, a hard copy newspaper model, and uh, even a university model. So, Mike, we have known you for many, many years through the entrepreneurial community in northern New Jersey. And... We knew you when you first started this. It's a very interesting story. And now you employ probably three to 400 people with your franchise? That's correct, Elizabeth. I, I started Tap Into 10 years ago. I wanted to create an all-online, objective local news site for my town, which at the time was New Providence, New Jersey. And at the time, I was an attorney in New York, and I was commuting back and forth, and we had found out that my son, um, who was one at the time, needed open-heart surgery. Today, he's, he's 12, and he's on travel soccer, and, and he's in great, great health. But it caused me to really make a life change. I wanted to do something where I could give back to the community, do something I'd really like to do, and actually see my wife and son. So we came up with this concept of creating an all-online objective local news site for our town. And then people started to reach out to us and said, hey, you know, can you start this in Berkeley Heights? Can you start this in Summit? And so we started one in Berkeley Heights and one in Summit. 
and then shortly thereafter, I left my job in the city to do it full time. And, um, and then we launched uh, in, in Chatham and in Milburn, New Jersey. And then about a week later, AOL launched something called Patch. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and, um, I hate this dr- part of the story. <laughs> the dreaded patch. And uh, when they launched, uh, we didn't know that they were owned by AOL. And so they launched in Livingston, which is where I grew up. So we launched in Livingston, and then they launched in Westfield, and then we launched in Westfield, and then we found out that they were owned by AOL, and they were going to go all over the country and spend like hundreds of millions of dollars. So, and uh, <laughs> Wow. So how did you feel when you heard this news? I mean, you'd put your life into this business and all of a sudden out of nowhere this big huge competitor comes zooming in on you yeah well my wife wasn't very happy (laughs) to put it mildly (laughs) Um, but uh basically you know what i what i learned from that was you can only control what you can control in your own business so you just need to do the best job you possibly can do and kind of ignore your competition keep an eye on them but you can't focus on them because there's no way that you can compete with that kind of money and so what we did was we just tried to put out like the highest quality original local news that we could and continue to develop relationships with the local businesses in town. And we went head-to-head with them for about four years. And during that time, thankfully, we not only survived, but we thrived. And, right. we, and we got more and more people who reached out to us and said, hey, you know, can you come to our town? But we had to keep saying no because we couldn't do any more sites ourselves. So it got me thinking, okay, well, how could we expand yet keep it really local? And that's how we came up with this idea of basically franchising local news, um, which we started in uh, around December of 2013. And when we started, it just started to really take off. And uh, it was interesting because in the beginning, it was mostly um, stay-at-home moms that were approaching us about franchising. And then it became journalists. And today, it's, it's mostly business people that approach us who then either do the content themselves because they have a journalism background or they partner with a local writer or a local journalist to do the content side. So it's one person would do content, one person would do advertising sales. So that's how they make their money is by selling advertising, right? Various forms of advertising, from advertising with content marketing to sponsorships to email marketing to social media marketing, et cetera. And, um, and, and there's no paywalls to, to read the site or anything. So it's free to read. Um, it's free to sign up for the e-news. You can download our app for free. And that's kind of part of our philosophy is, in effect, democratization of the news because we believe that everybody deserves to be educated and informed about their local communities. And we don't want to put a barrier to that. And when you look at local news today, it's so important to know what's going on with your town council, with your board of ed. And frankly, you know, more and more newspapers and news sites are not covering that stuff. And that's where the, the critical decisions are being made that really impact your community. Um, and so that's our, our philosophy is you provide the site for everyone to read for free, um, to utilize for free. And um, thankfully, we've been able to develop a model that's profitable and scalable uh, that enables uh, everybody to make money through advertising and content marketing and all these other kinds of revenue streams that we have. So it's really interesting that you you bring this up because one of the things you told us is that your site has a code of ethics, mm-hmm. uh, which I, th- I think is really interesting. Can you share that with our listeners? Sure. All of our franchisees have to follow the Society of Professional Journalists Ethics Code, 
Um, they all have to be objective. Uh, we have no editorial page, so we don't tell people how to vote or what to think, which I think is really refreshing in today's media environment. Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Right now, there's about 1,800 news deserts throughout the country, local news deserts, where they have no local news site, no local newspaper. So there's a real need to fill these voids in local news all over the country. And we have sites now that are successful from the toniest of suburbs to the most economically distressed inner cities and even rural areas. So it shows that the model works. And key to our model is that the sites can share content with a click of a button. They can also sell advertising into each other. So they're scalable on the content side as well as on the advertising side. This is Richard and Elizabeth Gerhardt on iHeartRadio with Passage to Profit. WOR 710, the voice of New York. There's never been a better time to start your own business. The opportunities are infinite and only limited by your imagination and enthusiasm. At Gearheart Law, we believe the most successful companies all have one thing in common. They start with a solid foundation first. Gearheart Law has years of experience protecting entrepreneurs' ideas and brands using patent, trademark, and copyright protection. So if you have a new consumer product, a new software application that you're planning to build or sell, or a brand or company name that you want to protect, contact the experts at www.gearheartlaw.com. Our professionals will create a custom strategy designed to fit your needs and your budget. All of our attorneys are passionate about protection, licensed and qualified to represent you before the United States Patent and Trademark Office. Don't start your project without calling us first. Visit gearheartlaw.com. Together, we can change the world. Visit G-E-A-R-H-A-R-T-L-A-W.com. This ad has been read by a non-attorney spokesperson. Now back to Passage to Profit. Once again, Richard and Elizabeth Gearhart. With our guest tonight, Mike Shapiro. But before getting back to Mike, I'd like to talk a little bit about an event our sponsor, NJTC, the New Jersey Technical Council, is having on April 25th, 2019, of course, from 4 to 7 p.m. on Market Street in Philadelphia. Uh, the NJTC is going to be having emerging tech trends in Philadelphia. And it's an event that's all about emerging tech trends. Um, it's a discussion for technology professionals and innovator. And their goal is to come together and find out more about what's happening in the region across technology fields. It's an interactive and engaging atmosphere and participants will be able to learn, exchange ideas, network, and establish relationships with others through the region. So it sounds like it's going to be a really great event. And Again, it's on April 25th, 2019. It's from 4 to 7 p.m. And it's on Market Street in Philadelphia. You can go to the NJTC website, njtc.org, and sign up. It's only 20 bucks for NJTC members, 40 bucks for future members. And I just, again, can't say enough about NJTC, what a difference they made for me when Gerhardt Law was starting. It was such a fantastic group of people, many interesting people. Uh, the networking is great, and the quality of the programs is always really high. So Yeah, so I'd like to say, although it's New Jersey Technical Council, that's like us. That's where their headquarters are is in New Jersey. But we have offices in a few different states, and they draw people from all over the tri-state region. So if you're going to go there, it's not just going to be all New Jersey people, and you could meet possibly investors who you haven't met before. They draw from a wide cross-section of people to their events, and their their events are always very valuable. So 
We appreciate their sponsoring this program, and I think it's time to get back to Mike. We're discussing how to build a franchise with Mike Shapiro, owner of Tap Into, and coming up after that, we have our pitch presentations. After the pitches, you, our listeners, can go to the Passage to Profit page at GearHeartLaw.com and vote for your favorite pitch. That's GearHeartLaw, G-E-A-R-H-A-R-T-L-A-W. Don't forget to like us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So the voting happens for a week from Sunday night to Sunday night, and everybody only gets to vote once, so you need to get your friends to vote. You, are, If you're on this show, you need to put it out to all of your networks. And listeners, you need to come on the website and vote too. You can remember the name by imagining you're walking down a passage with a huge pot of gold at the end, Passage to Profit. And this is where I always say, may your passage be short and your profit be huge. And listeners, or friends of listeners, if you want to be on the show, you can talk to us about it. So go to meetup dot com and look for the passage to profit meetup there and sign up for a meetup and we do the pitches over the phone now because honestly this is radio so if we can't figure out what you're doing over the phone there's no way we're gonna be able to <laughs> <laughs> our listeners all know what you're doing over the radio. So sign up for a meetup and they're always Tuesday evenings from like five to eight and we'll contact you and tell you when you can call and give us your pitch. And then if your pitch is good and we want you on the show, you have to come into New York to tape it. But also the other thing is you have to have a website and you have to have social media because we really, the only thing we ask from you is that you promote the show. That's right. So now back to Mike. Great to have you on and so pleased and proud of your success with Tap Into. I think it's a fantastic service that's long overdue. Tell us how many franchisees do you have now? Uh, We currently have 81 franchisees. Uh, We have 69 of them in New Jersey. Wow. So very New Jersey centric. But where outside of New Jersey do you have them? We have six in New York and we have one in Pennsylvania, one in South Carolina and one in Florida. And, you know, at this point, we're looking to scale our efforts across the whole country. How do you keep track of all these different people writing different things every day? I know you have very high standards in terms of quality. How do you make sure that everything stays good and consistent? The first is a rigorous screening process before they become a franchisee, which I think is really critically important. When somebody applies to be a franchisee, not only do they have to fill out an application, but they have to provide a business plan. They have to provide writing samples. Our prospective franchisee committee actually not only meets with the franchisee, but also their their content person or their editor who's going to be doing the content to ensure that the quality of the content is going to be where it needs to be. Um, And then we train them, uh, and there's a pretty rigorous training. And then after the training, that's when they become a franchisee. Once they become a franchisee, then we supervise their content to make sure it meets our standards. You are actually providing jobs right here in the United States for people that need them, and they're supporting themselves, making money with this, right? Yeah, that's correct. I mean, I like to call it saying that we're creating incubators of entrepreneurship all over all over the state of New Jersey, eventually all over the country, and, and providing jobs to people. Um, and it's it's not just franchisees who get who are, who are in effect getting jobs through this, but also the the, the editors and the reporters um, and the salespeople that these franchisees are bringing on to help them run these sites in these towns. So if somebody wanted to open a franchise, how would they get a hold of you? What's the first step to contact you about that? Yeah, the, the first step would be to go to a uh, website that's called StartTap, so S-T-A-R-T-T-A-P dot net. And it will take you to a page that talks about um, Tap Into and our franchising model. And they can contact us directly through that page. Um, And then we'll get back in touch with you and talk with you about it. Do most of your franchisees have a background in journalism? Do they have writing skills already or 
sales skills for advertising? Yeah, they come from a pretty wide variety of backgrounds, from you know uh, the former VP of, of marketing at Madison Square Garden to uh, owners of public relations firms to veteran journalists to stay-at-home moms who had a background in either sales or in journalism, um, a very wide range of people, uh, professors. And that to me is important because there's no one-size-fits-all for doing this. And you know, given that I came into this without any journalism or sales experience, we don't hold that against people because we train people. Um, we want people who are passionate about their local communities, passionate about local news, and in general have a good business head on their shoulders. So as we discussed earlier, this business is profitable. You've grown it pretty fast. If you could say one thing that you felt contributed the most to your success, what do you think that would be? Persistence. Persistence. Because, um, you know, back when I started it 10 years ago, you know, which was five years before franchising, uh, people looked at me like I was I was crazy that I wanted to start an online local news site. And today, like that's where all media is going is online. Um, lots of people told me, you know, you should go back and become a lawyer again. You should do all this kind of stuff. And I just stuck with it. And uh, you escaped from the law. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and even today, like it's persistence. I always tell our franchisees this that you know. You, you want to be persistent without being annoying. And, and that's a critical, that's a critical uh, that's line a to draw. That's a fine line exactly. sometimes. Yeah. Exactly. But that's really with everything that you do because um, at the end of the day, it, it's people that are persistent and that do it in, in, a, in a way that people understand that they're passionate. This is what they, that they really believe in. Um, those are, in my view, those are the people that win the day and those are the people that change the world. We've come to the end of the segment, but Michael B. here. Uh, for our pitch competition coming up next, this is Passage to Profit with Richard and Elizabeth Gerhardt, WOR, the voice of New York. What are entrepreneurs' most valuable assets? Their passion and ideas. We can't protect your passion, but we can protect your ideas. Trust Gerhardt Law to protect your ideas with premier patent, trademark, and copyright services. There's never been a better time to start your own business. Contact us at GearhartLaw.com. At Gerhardt Law, we have years of experience protecting entrepreneurs' ideas and brands using patent, trademark, and copyright protection. So if you have a new consumer product, a new software application that you're planning to build or sell, or a brand or company name that you want to protect, contact the experts at Gearheart Law, www.gearheartlaw.com. Don't let the wrong protection strategy ruin your business. All of our attorneys are passionate about protection and are licensed and qualified to represent you before the United States Patent and Trademark Office. Don't start your project without calling us first. Contact Gearheart Law on the web at G-E-A-R-H-A-R-T-L-A-W.com. Together, we can change the world. This ad has been read by a non-attorney spokesperson. Passage to Profit continues with Richard and Elizabeth Gearheart. Welcome back to the pitch portion of our show. Each contestant will have a total of eight minutes to make their pitch. The first two minutes, they fly solo. And so for that time, describe their project and put it in the best possible light. The remaining time is for the Inquisition where they'll be challenged by Richard, Elizabeth, and Mike to describe their project in greater detail and convince the audience their project is the best. At the end of the program, our listeners will be directed to the Passage to Profit page on the Gearheart Law website, where our listeners can vote for the pitch they like best. Yes, and please do go vote. These pitches are going to be awesome today. So our first pitch is Susanna Balin. Welcome, Susanna. Thank you for having me. I'm going to start by talking about YouTube. So YouTube has changed all of our lives. It's changed my life because it's the first place I go to get instruction. If I need to learn how to use a new electronic 
or whether there's a better way for me to apply my makeup or if I don't understand the difference between fricassee and fried, I can go on YouTube and watch a video and it's explained to me. So why when I go to my doctor's office, do I get handed a piece of paper with my instructions? A piece of paper that I can lose, that I very often don't understand, and only has about 20% of the information that my provider told me during my appointment. So Advice Coach has developed and launched and is being used by over 800 patients today, a very intuitive and simple mobile app where you can record your provider's instructions during your appointment and go home when you're alone and you don't remember, you can watch or listen to your provider reminding you exactly what you have to do so that you feel in control of your recovery and are empowered to heal. Wow, I need that. <laughs> I, I walk out I the door, I'm like, what? <laughs> I can barely remember what I had for breakfast. Yeah, could you move that to everything <laughs> in my life? Not to um, mention you're in a doctor's office, you're stressed, right? Yeah. You're, who knows what you're thinking about as you're, as you're hearing these instructions. It's very difficult, I think, sometimes to absorb all that information. And it just even would feel weird to sit there and take notes, right? So, Which is really what we all have to do now. Absolutely. Especially since our providers often are staring at a computer screen because they have to fill in their electronic medical records software while we're sitting there. We are actually starting in rehab medicine with physical therapy mm -hmm. because the exercises obviously are three-dimensional and so it's easy to take a video of the exercise, give all the information that you need, and then when you go home, you can watch the demonstration of that exercise and send feedback to your provider. Your provider can send you feedback back either in text or video and can also manage your treatment plan and track your progress through our platform. Susanna, how does it actually work? Is there a software that you app that you download on your phone? Sure, I can walk you through it. So you come into your physical therapy office and there's a tablet on the counter. You put in your first name, your last name, and your email address, and you're instantly added to your provider's playbook. That's what we call the mini app. Mm -hmm. At the end of your appointment, the provider takes out a tablet or a phone and records your videos and talking to you. So, Susanna, keep your chin down, otherwise you're going to activate the wrong muscles and all the information that makes it completely unique and customized to you. You then go home. There'll be an email explaining how to download the Advice Coach app. And when you sign in, your provider's playbook is there. You click on it and all of the exercises that were recorded about five or 10 minutes ago are there for you to watch. What's the business model? So we charge the provider $25 per month for unlimited patients. So I've been to physical therapy mm -hmm. and there's been times when they've given me exercises to do. Mm -hmm. So does the app also include like demonstrations of exercises or is it something that the tablet is taken in and there's a camera there and the conversation is recorded? 
Tell us a little bit more about sure. how that interaction So works. your exercises are recorded during your session of you or your provider showing you how to do the arm exercise or leg exercise, whatever it is. So all of the content is dynamically recorded during the session. The provider can have content in a library screen, but what we found is that because it's so simple to record the content when you're in the appointment, that most of our providers don't use the library because those are generic. If you're speaking about um, our business model, our competition is paper, apps that make it easier to print out the paper, or apps that are based on libraries of thousands of generic exercises filmed of generic models speaking generically about it just the exercises. Doesn't work as well, right? No, I, I can see why this is better. So yeah. we, you know, we sent out a net promoter survey to just under 400 patients. Which, for those of you at home who've never heard of a net promoter score, it's that question you're asked very often after you buy something. Um, how likely are you to refer this product or service to your friends and family? So you score it from 1 to 10, but the score is actually between 0 and 100. A very good score is 50. A terrific score is 75. We ha- got a 91. Wow. That's awesome. So is this driven by the patient or by the doctor? Who signs up for it? The Provider pays for it, but actually patients can download the Advice Coach app for free today on the App Store or Google Play and register and bring it in to your next appointment. And it will be able to be used right then. And hopefully your provider will see it and say, (laughs) wow, this is really terrific because the quality of care is so much higher. The patient engagement is so much better. And patients deserve more help than we're getting. I actually survived two frozen shoulders, which are pretty painful condition and take 18 months each to recover from. So I was in physical therapy for a long time. And those pieces of paper with the stick figures are extremely difficult to follow. How do you ensure the quality of the videos that are being taken, particularly the the, the sound, so that when somebody comes home, they can actually hear it and, and see it well? You'd be surprised how good the quality on a smartphone is. We have an HD setting, um, and no one has ever complained about the quality of the video. But it does require that there be like a, a third person in the room, right? Nope. Oh, it can just be the caregiver and the patient. That's exactly right. And if you're in an appointment where you're just talking, right, you don't need to videotape an exercise. You can just take a tablet or phone and lie it on the desk in between you and just record the conversation so that you don't miss anything. There's a lot of shame and frustration when you come home and someone says, honey, what did the doctor say? And you can't uh, remember. Yeah, Yeah, I think that would be really great for elderly people, too, because a lot of times somebody else is helping with their care when they get home and the person goes with them. But maybe they're parking the car while they're talking to the doctor and you can't remember everything. I can never remember anything from the doctor. And you're exactly right. The way you started our conversation, you're scared, you're vulnerable, and very often you're getting instruction when you've just had a procedure and you're still under the influence of anesthesia, it's pretty surprising that this doesn't exist yet. So we're very excited about Advice Coach, and we're going to be moving from physical 
therapy to home health care and many other applications in healthcare. Uh, just wearing my former lawyer hat. Uh-oh. Um, <laughs> uh, have you this had... is not legal advice. No, though, no, so. no, no. Uh, have, you, have you had any issues with providers who were leery about having what they're saying videotaped because of possible like legal liability for what they're saying? Nope. In fact, we are HIPAA compliant. All of the content is stored in our server, so it can't be downloaded or shared in any way, unlike email today, which is how a lot of people are getting information, which is not HIPAA compliant at all. Yeah, I mean, not too long ago, uh, Elizabeth and I were attending a coaching session, and we were getting some really good input from this person. And she's like, well, why don't I pull out my cell phone and record the rest of the conversation? And it's sort of like, I would have never thought of that. But now we have like the whole training session uh, recorded and we go back and can listen to it uh, whenever we want. And instead of trying to take notes and everything else, I mean, it just seems like such an obvious thing, but it makes such a difference. What is your website again? It's www.advicecoach.com and you can download the app on the iOS store. Um, and if you have an Android phone at Google Play, and that's also Advice Coach, one word. Okay, thank you. That was Susanna Balin. You are listening to Passage to Profit on WOR 710 with Richard and Elizabeth Gearhart and our guest tonight, Mike Shapiro. Hi, I'm Lisa Askley's the Inventress, founder, CEO, and president of Inventing A to Z. I've been inventing products for over 38 years. Hundreds of products later and dozens of patents. I help people develop products and put them on the market from concept to fruition. I bring them to some of the top shopping networks in the world. QVC, HSN, Evine Live, and retail stores. Have you ever said to yourself, someone should invent that thing? Well, I say, why not make it you? If you want to know how to develop a product from concept to fruition the right way, contact me. Lisa Askeles, the inventress. Go to inventingatoz.com, inventingatoz.com. Email me, lisa at inventingatoz.com. Treat yourself to a day chock full of networking, education, music, shopping, and fun. Go to my website, inventingatoz.com. Now back to Passage to Profit. Once again, Richard and Elizabeth Gearhart. So we're back. Our second pitch this evening is Reed Bennett. He's going to be talking to us about herohomes.com. Reed, you have two minutes. Go. So I am a former Marine Corps infantry officer. I wish I looked like everybody imagined I looked right now. Um, I'm one of 22 million military vets, including active duty reservist National Guard, surviving spouses, retirees. And we have a no-money-down home buying power called the VA Loan Guarantee. And it is up to a no-money-down nearly five hundred dollars to $750,000. And what almost none of us know, maybe a few know that are listening to this, that you can use it to buy and be a resident landlord in a two-, three-, or four-family property, and one of the units can be a commercial unit. So my business is simply to find and educate the vets through my website and get them to either these existing properties or individual build-to-suit properties, meaning one property built for you custom, or possibly we get together. And so if there's a thousand or 10,000 of us out of the 22 million, we're Amazon headquarters too, and we get all the goodies and we anchor the great American renewal. 
That's a fantastic offering. So tell us a little bit how the process works and who is eligible. There are 22 million of us. We tend to be older, just that's the nature of the, the beast. But that doesn't mean there's not a lot of young bucks and buckets, I think we could call them. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Thank you. B- buckets is not a bucket, right? Yeah. <laughs> I am no longer a bucket. <laughs> exactly. We are all no longer buckets, unfortunately. Um, and so th- if you have served uh, 90 days in combat or a year, two, two years active duty, or you've served in the National Guard or Reserves honorably for six years, and you're honorably discharged, or actually technically anything other than dishonorably, you are eligible for this half to three quarters of a million dollars where I urge you to buy a house with it, no money down. And again, I say up to, because obviously not everybody's gonna qualify for the max amount, but I think very few of your listeners will know that it also includes crazily almost a two, three, or four family property. And obviously, if you have renters in your home, they're paying for your mortgage as opposed to you. You know, I think in in America right now, there's such an issue with downtowns and vacant storefronts downtown. And I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about that and how it impacts what you're doing and and what you you aim to achieve through what you're doing. Correct. Well, Mike, I I think it also is applicable for a, a partnership I think we should do which is it's one, two, three, or four family properties, and also one of the units can be a commercial unit. So imagine a back-to-the-future walkable Main Street that is moribund and empty, or shall we say it's got you know not exactly what you want it there. And a vet could live upstairs with one, two, three renters and could have a store, a store or a light industrial property or an office And uh, wouldn't it be great if there was a radio studio equivalent newspaper uh, that was through your franchise? So this pays essentially for the bricks and mortar around a business. It could be a franchise business. And there's also a government program called the SBA loan, a 7A for a small business, or a 504 for your furniture and fixtures. So as I've been told, not to get a big head, but uh, this is the missing link that pays for the bricks and mortar for people to live, to pay for themselves, and to uh, fix America. This is such a great program. Why don't you think it's more widely known? It doesn't seem like it's something that's really taken advantage of to the fullest extent. First of all, in terms of, I mean, who in the right mind would think that a quote-unquote single-family residence would also include duplexes, tries, and quads? So most people are in their right mind, and they don't think about it. The other is when I was taking a perfectly good Princeton undergraduate degree that should have paid for an investment banking career, and I decided to run off to the Marine Corps, my dear Jewish mother said to me, why don't you go to law school, or as Jewish engineering schools, we refer to it in my family. (laughs) (laughs) And and essentially, the law is out there. This thing is out there. You just kind of have to spend five years digging through the law and then your eyes widen and then you sit here and say, well, doesn't everybody know about this? And after the fifth, 5,000th person I've talked to and I've only met 100 that know about it and only seven have done it, it's an information disconnect is the fancy way to say about it. Mm -hmm. And that's our job. Find and educate the vets. 
So how are you doing that? I mean, obviously being on the radio is a great way to reach thousands, tens of thousands of people. That's why he's here. Yeah, but are, do you have other uh, marketing plans or publicity plans for this? Well, I'm kind of, you know, not the marketer, but we have marketers that are spectacular at it. So, you know, we really are kind of keeping it down the, below the radar screen. I mean, if you go to our website, herohomes.com and sign up, Ian will call you. There's only one Ian at this point, but uh, we welcome Ian having, you know, being completely frantic and taking as many calls as possible. How does your business model work? There's the secret squirrel, you know, I'm not going to tell you, you know, high finance play, but uh, the simplest is to say it costs nothing for the vet. It's all about the vet. Obviously, you know, if we are delivering to the vet, we win. But mortgage brokers, real estate brokers, lenders, builders, developers, property operators, and then the fancy high finance part, they pay referral fees. You know, it's essentially baked into your loan. That's why it's so expensive, I'm sorry to say. When we're dealing with nonprofits, we charge nothing. And when we're dealing with people with financial wherewithal, we charge exactly what's baked into the thing already. So the VA does charge interest on these loans, is that correct? So the first thing to notice is it is a VA loan, but the VA is the keeper of the regulatory flame and the law. And actually the whole thing's outsourced to your friendly local lender. Please use your local, or you can go to the big ones, obviously. You know, it is a straight on negotiation where they'll look at your credit and they'll see your financial wherewithal and stuff like that. But if you go to the website, you'll see there's some all at market size extenders is a fancy way of saying it's not as hard as you might think. For example, technically, although there's very few lenders that will abide by this, there's no minimum credit score to get potentially a half to three quarters of a million dollars. That's what we're here for, to essentially educate and uh, empower. So how many people have you helped so far? Do you know? Uh, well, that's proprietary. So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a government secret. <laughs> no, uh, 10,000. Yeah, that's my answer. 10,000. Okay. Wow. <laughs> we'll go with that. <laughs> Hopefully we get a few thousand more after and this. And how many of you hurt? No, just kidding. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I'm interested in your background. After you served in the military, did you do anything between the time of, of the military and, and doing this? And how did you come up with this? As I say, I, I, when I was going into the Marine Corps and I was at Princeton, all of a sudden my, I'm thinking I was going to die, die or maimed. Unfortunately, that's part of the job description in Marine Corps Infantry Officer. My grades kind of, what's the term, dipped because I was going to have a, as much fun as I could. But fortunately, courtesy of the Marine Corps, despite the bad grades, I got into Harvard Business School. So again, thinking that I should, you know, dear mom says, get a real job, which anybody with that those bona fides should. I developed this wicked venture capital-backed startup addiction, which is basically uh, people ask me, what do you do? I say, do you want to hear my wife's version or mine? They say, <laughs> and note that I'd married the colonel's daughter, so I've been four years active duty and, and 29 years of quote-unquote happy marriage to the colonel's daughter, so <laughs> 33 years of, of, uh, of uh, the Marine Corps. Uh, but ultimately, um, you know, through high finance, trying to feed my startup addiction and then moving to Detroit and saying, you know, how can I buy a house? And then looking at my benefit and saying, oh, my goodness, they'll give me half to three quarters of a million dollars. And then obviously the time is looking through the law and then realizing, wow, you can 
be a resident landlord and small business owner in a two, three, or four family property. Thank you so much for sharing your business with us. Uh, once again, what's the name and where can people find you? So we are at Hero, H-E-R-O, Homes, H-O-M-E-S, HeroHomes.com. Say hi to Ian when he calls you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much, Reed. You're listening to Passage to Profit. We'll be right back. There's never been a better time to start your own business. The opportunities are infinite and only limited by your imagination and enthusiasm. At Gearheart Law, we believe the most successful companies all have one thing in common. They start with a solid foundation first. Gearheart Law has years of experience protecting entrepreneurs, ideas, and brands using patent, trademark, and copyright protection. So if you have a new consumer product, a new software application that you're planning to build or sell, or a brand or company name that you want to protect, contact the experts at www.gearheartlaw.com. Our professionals will create a custom strategy designed to fit your needs and your budget. All of our attorneys are passionate about protection, licensed and qualified to represent you before the United States Patent and Trademark Office. Don't start your project without calling us first. Visit gearheartlaw.com. Together, we can change the world. Visit G-E-A-R-H-A-R-T-L-A-W. This ad has been read by a non-attorney spokesperson. Passage to Profit continues with Richard and Elizabeth Gearhart. We're in the pitch portion of our show, and right now we have Omid Smiley. Welcome, Omid. Hi, how are you? Thank you guys for having me. Really excited to be on the show. All right, so basically this is what College Foundry does to give you guys an understanding of everything. Um, in this country, we have a very big problem with student loan debt and people not understanding exactly what they're buying when it comes to college. So what our company does is essentially we walk families through what they're getting when they sign up for college. Um, you get information, access to people, and you get a diploma, but without knowing how to be able to use that, it's not too valuable. Um, it can actually get you in a lot of trouble because you can't go into bankruptcy on any of these loans and so forth. And we have, you know, 17 and 18 year olds basically being handed 40 to $300,000 decisions. Um, we look at this as a way to help families get the best return on their investment out of college, basically. That's so, great. So what do you do to help them do that? All right. So basically, the company was previously set up as client services. So we would help families get into college, finance it, and refinance their debts, and then be able to get jobs. But we came to the realization that the real need is in understanding how to gain leverageable work experiences, understanding how to be able to build professional relationships and have ends at companies that you want to work at down the line, and also being able to lock in the job. So we now do full-day workshops priced at $3,000 for the day, and families come down to those. And it's less of a commitment, but it's um, it's basically a run-through of what are you buying with college, how can you get the most out of it, and how can you be connected to our alumni, which go off to do awesome things. For example, one of the people that we've worked with previously is signed to Interscope recently. Um, we have connections to people at Pixar, uh, NYU, wherever it may be, you want to get into the right college, we can help you do it. You want to be able to take advantage of your investment and be able to get that dream job of yours, we help you do it. That's amazing. And I went to your website and it looked like you have pretty solid advice, like 
not just this fluffy, oh, just go do it, but actual steps that people can take that really help them get where they need to go. Yes, yes, definitely. We're also uh, we're also going to be doing a lot of media coming up. We just shifted the model to these workshops and then doing media because not everybody can afford our uh, services originally. They were very expensive. We have three videos up right now, youtube.com forward slash college foundry, college F-O-U-N-D-R-Y. You can check it out on there. A lot of these um, college experts do exactly what you're saying. They come in and they'll help you with the finance sector because they just want to be able to fulfill that loan and be able to get all the money out of it. Um, but then they don't care about the long term of what's happening. It's not their job, right? Um, there's people that will get you into Harvard, but that's not necessarily what will make you successful. It might be better for you to go to Stony Brook University on Long Island and live near home. And you, then might even, out- you might even get into trouble if you get into the wrong school the wrong way, right? <laughs> so- <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You mean buy your way in? <laughs> Yeah, no, uh, th- there is a lot of uh, there's a lot of suspicious, shady things going on in the in the industry. So um, we do everything we can to just make it clear, transparent, easy to understand, and um, just simple for families to get what they're buying and be able to use it properly. That's the thing. It's uh, one of our uh, products is we ju- it's just called How to Use College. That's the workshop. I guess one of the cool things that I understand about your program is that you're able to kind of match up, okay, if you get a sociology degree and you spend 250000 or 300000 for this degree, this is what you can expect to earn at the end of the process, and this is what you can expect to earn over a lifetime. So then you can kind of make a an economic evaluation as well. Does this degree really make sense? So exactly. Uh, that's a thing. A lot of degrees don't necessarily make sense unless they're mapped to a real career or matched up with another one. So for example, we see a lot of uh, clients say they want to go into music. You got to go into business as well to be able to understand how to monetize on music. So we help families understand those things. They say they want to go into art. We'll say, okay, well, you could go shadow at Pixar and understand how to get into that space and be able to make money. And every industry has some sort of way to be able to monetize and make a lot of money. Um, it's just a matter of you being able to find that opportunity properly. So a lot of people will sit you down. They'll go through like the guesstimates for what you're going to be earning for a specific job. Some of these jobs won't even be around in like five, six years. And you'll be dealing with these new jobs that or weird hybrids of other things. We look a lot at things like that. For example, the music industry. Very simple. You used to have to sell records. Then it went into streaming. And everybody had to scramble and figure out, you know, to make their money on touring and on merchandise and so forth. If you want to go into music, you might not be talented at music. You have to figure out how to understand the touring business, how to be able to get people to the events, how to be able to uh, monetize merchandise and so forth. Back in the day, you just had to figure out how to be able to set up distribution systems with a lot of these record label shops and so forth to be able to just get your CDs pushed. The jobs that people want always change. It's a matter of how can you actually use these products you're essentially buying from universities to get the right information and then go out in the real world and do the actual thing in a monetizable way. Have you thought about uh, helping people who make the wrong choices? So people who've gone through the four years, they have $200,000 in debt, and now they're like, now what am I going to do? Yeah, so we already do that. Uh, one of my uh, one of my clients in the last class that we had, um, she wound up hating her job uh, over in Massachusetts, and she wound up uh, talking to me about it. We sat her down, went through all her options. She wound up saying that she wants to go be a research coordinator. We 
helped her move to California because she was saying that the uh, environment she was in was not so fun either in the middle of nowhere in Massachusetts. We helped her move to San Francisco, work at UCSF Medical, be able to get a job that was paying $20,000 higher than her previous position, and she's loving it right now out there. So we we make sure that um, no matter how bad of a situation you're in, obviously it's easier to dig out of a hole that you haven't fallen into. But um, even if you have, we still help families with uh, everything that they need. It's all about understanding how to take advantage of the resources around you rather than looking as, at colleges, this weird insurance policy that guarantees you everything that you need for success. And have you thought about partnering with any kind of institution in terms of helping these people to kind of refinance their debt and stuff like that? We've done that before. Um, we do referrals with uh, SoFi for people who want to refinance their debts. That's like a simple breakdown. And then um, a lot of these debts are done through Mohila. Um, so we just figure out how to link people up where it's appropriate. So do you have a great success story besides the one you just told us? That was pretty good, actually. Yeah, I thought that I'm, was a pretty good success yeah, story. Yeah, do you have another one? Yeah, we had um, uh, one of the people that we worked with recently was uh, going to Farmingdale College over on Long Island, and uh, they wanted to pursue music, and we worked with them through to getting signed to Interscope and dropping out of college in the last year. Uh, Sometimes that's what, you know, a lot of people sit down and they say, you have to go to college, you have to. It is a good idea to go to college. It's a great useful thing but you have to know how to use it and if your aspirations are towards something for a living and you're very serious about that you're fully committed um sometimes it makes sense to maybe go back to school later on school's always going to be there you can finish that degree later on so uh i can keep going for days if you'd like (laughs) yeah i know our son was very frustrated because he got a biochemistry degree from virginia tech and the job he got paid not what he thought it would pay and he had friends that had done business and they were making way more than him he did go back to Johns Hopkins and working At your recommendation, by the way. Yeah, I told him, get the computer science piece. So he went to Johns Hopkins, got a bioinformatics degree, which is computer science crossed with biochem. And now he's making the salary that he enjoys much more. Good parental guidance goes a long way. Uh, the thing that the problem, th- this is the problem with how college is set up. Making money is taught at home, not in the school system. So... Kids who have never made a salary and have never figured out, especially in the areas that we've done business in where they're very wealthy, which is why they've been able to afford it. That's why we're changing the model so that anybody can get access to these. We would do one-on-one client services and we would see kids that literally have a Maserati because their parents would buy it for them and they just don't even know the cost of like toilet paper. And that's not bad, but... It, it can be very dangerous to sit them down and say, you got to go to NYU. And then they're like, well, I don't really know what I want to do yet. I don't know what this is going to pay coming out. And they'll Google some number and it'll be like, you can make $78,000 coming out um, in music. Like online information can be very misleading. And another issue is you might hate the job. Because learning about something is very different than experiencing it firsthand. So we get a lot of people shadowing opportunities before they even apply for a degree so they know what they're fully signing up for. Um, Firsthand experience is the best thing for a student, I would say, to be able to succeed. Well, we're running out of time. This is a fantastic idea. And really, it should be a requirement for high schools to put (laughs) in or something, you know, because it really is needed. So Thank you, Omid. And what is the name of your website again? Uh, College Foundry. That's college, F-O-U-N-D-R-Y dot com. And uh, feel free to shoot me an email if you need anything at all. My uh, my email is just O-E 
Uh, o is an Oscar, E is an Edward. It's just my initials at collegefoundry.com. College, F-O-U-N-D-R-Y.com. Thank you so much. Great. Well, parents, if you're listening, <laughs> there you go. Um, you are listening to Passage to Profit on WOR 710 with Richard and Elizabeth Gearhart and our guest, Mike Shapiro. What are entrepreneurs' most valuable assets? Their passion and ideas. We can't protect your passion, but we can protect your ideas. Trust Gearhart Law to protect your ideas with premier patent, trademark, and copyright services. There's never been a better time to start your own business. Contact us at GearhartLaw.com. At Gearhart Law, we have years of experience protecting entrepreneurs' ideas and brands using patent, trademark, and copyright protection. So if you have a new consumer product, a new software application that you're planning to build or sell, or a brand or company name that you want to protect, contact the experts at Gearheart Law, www.gearheartlaw.com. Don't let the wrong protection strategy ruin your business. All of our attorneys are passionate about protection and are licensed and qualified to represent you before the United States Patent and Trademark Office. Don't start your project without calling us first. Contact Gearheart Law on the web at G-E-A-R-H-A-R-T-L-A-W.com. Together, we can change the world. This ad has been read by a non-attorney spokesperson. Now more with Richard and Elizabeth. Passage to Profit. Just amazing what people are doing these days. We always say we feel like we're looking into the future when we do these shows. And when people come into the law firm to get a patent or get their trademark for their business, it's like we're seeing what's going to be there next week or in a year. And it's fantastic. Really incredible. So many different needs being filled. Some you didn't even know existed or fully appreciate with like with Susanna's company where they're recording the uh, sessions for people to learn medical directions. I mean, that's really fantastic. And then also with Reed's company where he's trying to help out veterans who have this financing opportunity available and they may not even know it. And uh, Omid's company, which really does a fantastic job of putting the whole college experience into a bigger context so that it really makes sense for the person who's pursuing it. I'll just repeat their websites real quick again in case you didn't catch it the first time. So Susanna's is advicecoach.com. Reed's is herohomes.com. And Omid's is collegefoundry, F-O-U-N-D-R-Y.com. Now, Google Passage to Profit and make your choice. Remember, you can only vote once, and you have until next Sunday at 8 p.m. to vote. This evening's pitch contestants will receive a Passage to Profit t-shirt, and the best overall vote-getter for the week will receive an Amazon gift card valued at $25. Woo-woo! So this was a really great program tonight. Thank you, everybody. I want to thank everyone and just say how impressive everybody is today. This is an amazing country with amazing people doing amazing things. We'd like to thank our guest, Mike Shapiro. Mike, before we go, any words of wisdom for our listeners? I just think that what we saw here today are you know, entrepreneurs making a difference in their community, and that's what entrepreneurship is all about. And uh, I was blown away by the presentations today. And we'd like to thank our media maven, Kenya Gibson. Our producer, Noah Fleischman, our engineer, Rob Barretts, and the whole iHeart team. And don't forget to join us next week for another excellent speaker and another round of pitches. And listeners, you can start thinking about what your pitch will be. And don't forget to like us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. This is Richard and Elizabeth Gearhart on iHeart Radio with Passage to Profit, WOR 710, the voice of New York. Mm-hmm.